0: hello everyone welcome to kill the cast presents jerry hates action where i hate action and people get mad at me for it joining me as always is the ever quotable jay
1: i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycle
0: yeah that's called theft no i'm calling the cops speaking (laughs) of motorcycles
1: also with
0: us as always the silent hill biker himself kenneth
2: one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when he sh- he's strolling through the bar right before he says that shit to that dude, and that chick just stalks in her tracks, and she just <laughs> looks at him, and she's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? That shit's great. Sick I definitely do the perversions.
0: Same thing. Well, you do the same thing as then you walk around naked in bars, or you stare at naked people's penises?
1: Both. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, oh, yeah.
2: I'm always trying to kept, catch a glimpse of Jay's penis. Oh, okay. Well, there we go.
0: Alright, so uh, today we are doing Terminator 2 Judgment Day from 1991. Directed by James Cameron. Featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Edward Furlong, Robert Patrick, and a whole bunch of other people. So that's, that's what we're doing. So we had to do this because for the longest time I've said I don't like Terminator and Terminator 2. Um... But Terminator 2 is held in, in such high regard. I literally have only ever heard one person say they like the first movie over the second movie. So with that yeah. being said, it was time for me to re-watch a movie I have probably not watched in over 10 years. To see if my thoughts have changed any?
1: And now it's your favorite movie.
0: <laughs> no. okay, so here's what's funny. I'm gonna spoil something right off the back. I like the movie. I do. <gasps> but
1: still my beating heart.
0: here's the thing after watching the movie i didn't think about it for the rest of the week it didn't That's stay in my okay. thoughts it didn't like after the movie was over i wasn't blown away by it i was like okay this it was a good movie it's better than than i thought it was um the story is solid uh the special effects were good um i definitely will have to reverse my stance on this one. But it's not one of those movies that uh, I would watch every year isn't, or even every couple of years. Um, nor do I feel the urge to watch it. I really don't like Linda Hamilton in this movie. I'm going to say it off really? back. Her as an actress and her as Sarah Connor. But Sarah Connor's a jerk. Okay? She's a jerk to her son the entire movie. She's an asshole. Her son is nothing but grateful and trying to take care of her and she is just a dick. I wanted I wanted to, to share that. Um, I also, to help myself enjoy this movie, I took away any thoughts about time travel because I knew it would sour me on the movie, so I put all time travel thoughts aside. In fact, I told Kenneth, my first note in this movie is, and I quote, showing him in the future while telling us a Terminator was going back to the past, dot, 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 you know what, never mind.
1: <laughs> because
0: I knew I had to take it out of it, or else I would sit there and hark on everything, and that's not that wasn't just it w- wasn't going to be a good experience to me. I was going to sour it before I even started it,
2: so I'm actually glad that you did <clears throat> that like I told you before because there's just some movies out there man that that you've got to. For I mean, you just kind of got to ignore anything that can go into extreme scientific process on it, especially time travel, because no matter what you do in time travel, there's there's no way that you're not going to find some kind of hole in any kind of time travel if you spend enough time thinking about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm one of those people that I get stuck on time travel and I can't move forward. I can't enjoy the movie. Uh, it's happened with uh, Back to the Future. It ha- I mean, it, <clears throat> it's just something that gets me and that I just can't seem to get past. Um, so, for an action movie, not that much action. Um, so, that was good. I never felt like anything was excessive or overly used for the hell of it. It wasn't, here's an explosion, here's an explosion, here's an explosion. Um, in fact, the movie is very much driven by the story
1: try to tell you look
0: jay no one wants you to try to tell them shit do or do not there is no try you failed at telling me because you tried if you would have just done it like yoda said you would have succeeded i'm sorry i know i shouldn't be quoting better movies while i'm reviewing this movie
1: i actually like terminator better than star wars
0: Get the fuck out of here! Over you like Terminator 2 over Empire Strikes Back?
1: Yeah,
0: homie, no.
1: Just hey, listen. I'm taking that nerd card right right now.
0: No, give me your nerd card. Fucking over.
1: Let me talk. Not on like a technical or any kind of like objective scale. Strictly for my pure entertainment.
0: Yeah, and I'm still taking your nerd card, homie. You
1: can't take my nerd card. I'm taking
0: that shit. Terminator 2 over Empire Strikes Back. Oh, my God. Y'all let us know in the Facebook group. Maybe as this episode comes out, I'll give it a couple days and I'll put up a poll. Empire Strikes Back versus Terminator 2.
1: I just, so I like Star Wars, but I've never had a huge attachment to it the way that a lot of people do. It was never introduced to me by, like, my parents or anything like that. I just watched it when it was on TV. I've never really been super into it.
0: I'm so disappointed in your
2: parents. Actually, uh, Star Wars was introduced to me when I was a kid by my dad, but I didn't hardcore get into it until I got older. Mm, I was like, always into it. I enjoyed watching it when I was a kid, and uh, I'm sorry, Jedi is my favorite, but uh, I actually like prefer to watch that one over Empire. I'm not saying that Empire is not a fucking fantastic film. Uh,
0: Jedi's so uneven. Like, it... I just
2: I just dig it. I like fucking when it really comes down to it. I really like Luke's arrogance in Jedi.
0: I wish they would have, uh, so originally, uh, in Jedi, because obviously, uh, Han Solo was frozen in Carbonite, because they didn't know if Harrison Ford was going to come back, they were actually going to make Lando Calrissian the, the Han Solo of the movie, and, uh, when Harrison Ford decided to come back, they obviously changed that, but it, Harrison Ford wanted to die early on in the movie, so Lando could still be that person, and they didn't allow it, uh, actually, every, almost everybody was behind it, um, but George oh, so Lucas he just
2: turns around and does the same thing forty years later.
0: He does, but uh, the the George Lucas and uh, as some people close to George Lucas said, uh, the toy business was in his ear too much."
1: <laughs> Good old toys.
0: Yeah, so that's interesting.
2: Okay, back to this fucking uh, movie, Terminator 2. Okay, so I understand that you don't like the character of Sarah of Sarah Connor, but do you just not like Linda Hamilton's acting? Dude, I, I keep trying to say
0: that, like, you know, that's how her character is. She wouldn't, she's just kind of, like, she's been through a lot and she has this weight of on her shoulder of her son becoming the savior to humanity and all this stuff.
2: She's fucking crazy. No, but that's the thing. She's not crazy. She's one hundred percent sane. No, she's crazy. She's crazy and sane at the same time. Like no, her, 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 I I thoroughly believe that. I think that the the shit. I mean, think about this. Man. I would okay.
1: say she. Has hold, on. Kenneth, hold on. Let Kenneth. Hold on. Let Kenneth finish.
2: Let Kenneth okay. finish it because I got I, mean, I got
0: to hear his whole thing so I can retort.
2: Think about this, okay this chick that's just out partying or whatever fucking goddamn gets attacked by this big motherfucker then goddamn this other dude that she's never met before fucking damn comes and 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 it says that he's from the future and he's gonna save her life and blah 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 they end up fucking he ends up getting killed she damn near gets killed by this fucking machine that damn used to be this big dude all in the span of a couple of days and then she goes and then she F- fucking tries to help her son become who, uh, who Kyle says that she's supposed to be. She ends up getting locked up. She's in there. She's trying to explain to these people what the fuck's going on. They obviously think that she's fucking crazy. There ain't no telling how much fucking medicine, Thorazine, and everything else has been pumped in her fucking body. And then on top of that, she's got to fucking come to terms with the fact that the thing that tried to kill her in the first one, she's got to get around and fucking goddamn trust this son of a bitch in the second part.
0: Yeah, it doesn't take her long to do that. Uh, okay, Jay what, you... okay well, ahead, Jay. Jay, what were you saying? Okay, well, Jay, what were you going to say?
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to, to cut you off. Um, I was saying that it's more, it's more like she has PTSD and is sane because there's nothing. She's not crazy. Everything she's saying and believes is 100% factual within the realm of the movie. She still has uh, presence of mind to. Uh, you know, take the paperclip and break out and repeatedly try and break out and plus there's what is, what is John like 12, 13, 14 there's 14 years of shit we don't see between the first and second movie I
0: believe they say he's
1: 10 10 whatever which is way too 10, young and he's driving a fucking dirt bike <laughs> I was yeah. always jealous of that damn dirt bike It's like I want a dirt bike this kid has a dirt bike that ain't fair
0: alright fuck oh, the dirt dear. bike get back to the topic at hand That is the topic. Okay, then I'm taking over.
1: But that's fine. I was done with what I was saying. I I feel like it's more PTSD. I actually agree with
0: Jay. I I think PTSD or anxiety or something like that. But I do not feel that she is crazy. Like, I do not feel like she is insane. She knows perfectly what was going on. She has much more emotional baggage than another person. But I absolutely just cannot agree with her being crazy. She's okay. not crazy.
2: Then I'll then I'll give that to y'all. She's got PTSD, but that goes back to my original question: Do you think that Linda Hamilton did a shitty job portraying this character? I just didn't
0: believe it. Every like her, like she was pro tr- portraying what I think she should have been portraying. It just never hit with me. It never, like every time she was on screen, it never worked for me. It just didn't seem to fit. It didn't seem to work like and and that's with being next to a, a child actor who did an okay job uh to be honest I think the acting in this movie is mediocre at best um Kenneth did tell me to watch for these little small subtle things that Arnold Schwarzenegger does and I will give him credit he did a fantastic job portraying a robot in more than like a joke sense like there are these really small subtle things that he does that are absolutely fantastic even though i do think towards the end of the movie um he loses almost all of that um but you could say that's because of his training from uh connor you know teaching right. him new become words and more shit like human. that become more human yeah but for some reason, I was just like, I don't, I don't know why it's not hitting me. It could be a personal thing, but I was not feeling Sarah Connor as a character. I wasn't feeling the acting. I I, I wasn't feeling her story. I just wasn't connecting with it. I was just like, I, I almost kind of wish you weren't in this movie. It just like, I, I felt it hurt John's story with him trying to become, you know, the savior of the future and all of this, I, th- I just think I would have enjoyed this story more without Sarah in it.
2: That's fair. I mean, there's only a couple of times in the movie where I think that her acting was kind of like, uh, it was a, it was a hit or a miss for the moment, me personally. Um, and both of them were really emotional parts. Like, uh, the one scene where the, where she, uh, they're, they're viewing the tape of her, where she's telling the story of her, of her dream. And, uh, you know, because she's sitting in front of the fucking therapist and, and she's trying to convince him that she's been good for six months so she should be able to see her son and they're watching the tape where well, her portrayal in the tape, I think, was kind of shitty. And then the scene where um, right after she tries to fucking kill, um, what's his name, Cyberdown dude. Miles. Um, Miles. Right after she fucking tries to kill him and she's all crying and shit. I didn't really like that either. Um, so it's it's those kind of emotional things that I really didn't like from her, but overall, um, I, I enjoyed her character there. I like the fact that she got all fucking swole up, well, not really swole up, but ripped to do the to do it. Um, so I think she put I think she put her time in. I think she put her chops in that scene where she fucking the whole the whole segment where she's breaking out of the mental institution. I really like that.
0: Yeah, that was that was really good and enjoyable. It was also believable.
2: Right. which is a, yeah.
0: another strong point to that scene.
2: Right. Like that scene where dude fucking licks her face and she doesn't even move. I have to give credit to the actress for that. Because oh, yeah. she doesn't you, she you, you don't even see her eyes twitch. For and sure. And I thought that I thought that was really really good. So uh, I mean it's kind of a hit or a miss, but just to just to throw one in there for her, Do you know they got her twin sister to come in and do that scene where they uh where the uh, the T one thousand turns into her when they're in the thing at the end? Oh wow, that's that's actually pretty dope because I could I not really had tell. A twin sister. Yep, she does. She's got a twin sister. It's Linda and Sarah Hamilton, and the, there's actually two sets of twins in the movie because when they do that scene with uh, the uh, the the guards inside the mental institution, you know, where he kills them in front of the fucking vending machine, that's twins also.
1: Now see, I knew that because they're in Gremlins too. Oh yeah, yeah. They're the scientists. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's got.
0: She's got a twin, too. Jay, So Jay, what's your take on uh, my whole opinion of Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton? Uh,
1: well, I mean, it's your opinion, so I can't really... I disagree with it. I have a completely opposite opinion. I guess I'm... Kenneth sounds like he's in the middle, and I'm on the complete opposite of you. I've always loved Sarah Connor. I've always dug her character. Um, I have no problem with her acting whatsoever. That could be more biased than anything, though, since I this is one of those movies that I've watched growing up and continue to watch... Almost throughout my life, uh, but I've always loved her character. I love how badass she is. Um, I love I, don't know, I love everything out. The only thing, the only thing that I noticed that I didn't really like was how they go through all this trouble to show how badass she is. Uh, they show her like where she used to hang out in Mexico. They show her escaping, which didn't really uh, didn't really go bad until the Terminator showed up. So she probably would have got out of there if it wasn't for the Terminators intervening. Um, the only thing I didn't like is how she fucking misses miles with an entire, with two magazines worth of ammo. I'm like, what? No, oh yeah. That was just for the story. You would have hit him dead on your character. Everything you've told me about your character within this movie says you would have hit that guy. No problem. Yep. I even have... after he stood up.
0: That was the one thing I had in my notes about where I 100% thought the movie did w- go excessive. And I think I kind of wrote it off as, as it being. Them trying to build up to her not killing him scene, which I thought was fucking whack.
1: But yeah. yeah. So besides her her sudden inability to aim correctly, <laughs> um, I, I I love her character. I've always loved her character, and the TV show they did uh, was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that was that really was a good show, Sarah Chronicle, Sarah Connor Chronicles. So was pissed really good. that it ended, it got canceled on a fucking cliffhanger.
2: Yeah, that yeah, was that no audio it
1: you so should watch it, dude. It's Fox a good did a show. show. called the Sarah... No, no, no. I, Jay, just
0: stop. I don't care. Uh, oh, okay. Terminator 2 is not good enough to make me watch a TV show.
1: Well, I'm not asking you to watch it. You just didn't know what we were talking about. So, I was just going to explain the plot a little bit. But that's fine.
0: Yeah, no, I don't... I, Skynet wants to make sure everyone's having sex with a sex robot instead of an actual person <laughs> in procreation. But they still need us around as cattle. So, they implement, you know a Chinese-like procreation law, but they keep the sex dolls around because they actually use that to, like, solar energy, except it's fuck energy, uh, and they use that to power I know what you're talking about. I'm writing the horrorporn.com version, I'm sure, but (laughs) it's close. All right, so one of the things that I did fucking love is that when Arnold and... and Even though Mercury Dudes doesn't make sense, but Arnold, when he drops in, it cuts off part of the truck... That was fucking dope. But then they ruined it when they did Mercury man dropping in because his is like in the middle of a fucking fence, but part of the fence is still there. It just didn't Uh-oh. look as cool. I get right. that that they like they don't drop down, they appear in like a half bubble or something. Right. But I was like, "Come on, you did a badass subtle one for Arnold Schwarzenegger, but for him you just have a fence." fucking up
2: yeah cut the hole in the changling fence. yeah
0: 88 million dollars and that's the best you could do pissy
2: off. Like, like the biggest thing that i dislike about this movie is just little subtle shit you know because because again i think the the story to me is solid i think it's great you know what i'm saying i love the way they went with it i uh i think it is much better than the first one it is damn sure much better than the third one the third one was garbage and you know, I, I really enjoy it. But for me, it's just little shit. It's little shit. Like, you know, I don't think that John Connor would have been as been easily able to move. Damn, the Terminator, like when he's sitting there and he's pulling on his arm or stuff like that. I just don't. There's it's little shit like that that I'm just like, if they would you,
0: incorporated things like that. Wh- hold up. I, what do you what do you mean? Move like emotionally? What no, 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 no,
2: no. Physically. Like physically. Okay. Oh
0: well, but here's the thing: couldn't you explain that away by uh, since the Terminator has to obey everything John says? Do you not think maybe there's something in there? You know, when it it, it, it takes him John putting hands on Schwarzenegger on on the Terminator, the Terminator kind of takes it as a command. A physical no, command? I
2: don't mean like that. I mean like when he throws his arms up against him at the end of it when he hits him because he's leaving and he moves rocks. That's what I'm saying. Like little shit, little tiny shit. Because I feel like it'd be like, If if in, in my personal opinion in real life, I feel like it'd be like hitting a brick wall. The same thing with that conversation you and I were having about the weight of these things, you know? But they touch on that in the third one, like I said before. They touch on how heavy these fucking things would be. But in this one, they don't really touch on it at all.
0: Oh yeah, because we talked about that—the uh, uh, first chase scene where uh, Mercury is chasing after uh, fucking kid Dynamite Connor, and uh, <laughs> Arnold's following them, and like that truck going off that 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 truck. There's no way in fuck that truck would have kept going, and then there's no way in living fuck that that Harley would have kept it going. That Harley would have exploded
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: fucking <probably>. 100%. <laughs>
2: right. You know <laughs> what whole, I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that was, pounds of- if, if I'm not mistaken, that bike that Arnold was riding was a 1992 Harley Davidson Fat Boy. And damn, um, when, when Arnold would have hit the ground, if not anything else, because I know the shocks wouldn't take a drop like that on a Harley, but if not anything else, the weight of that Terminator would have cut that bike in half. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Little shit like that that they that they didn't take into consideration in this movie. Like I said when when you know uh you see a little bit of it when they're doing the high five thing when they're in Mexico. You know what I'm saying where where you know fucking uh Arnold just casually gives him, you know, the gives him five and he's like, "Oh shit." You know what I'm saying when his hands hurting? Yeah. But I figure in reality, if the terminator had done that, he'd have probably broke his fucking hand.
0: Uh, well, I'm sure he has like a, a power level resistance for if he has to shake someone's hand or something else that will blend in with society. I, feel, no, I, I honestly believe that. believe that because I've gave someone a high five. There's a guy I work with who work or I work with. He works out all the fucking time and I hate when he wants to high five me because I'm just like, God damn it, this is going to suck.
2: All right, okay, so I'll give you that one. But like I said, the same thing when John's like getting all pissed off because he's wanting to dunk himself into the fucking, into the damn, uh, the molten metal at the end of it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that if they'd have made it to where John, John looked like he was hitting a brick wall, it would have been more realistic. But like I said, it's just little shit like that. Little tiny shit that really doesn't matter. Just shit that gets under me, gets under my skin. You know, kind of like when we were talking about the Prowler. Yeah. That kind of shit. Yes. But otherwise, otherwise, I think it's a fucking great movie. I like the so, idea. Do do trucks with fucking liquid nitrogen really ride around like that? Uh, I see you got to transport it somehow. <clears throat> I mean, that just seems so fucking dangerous to me. For a truck to just be riding down the road with fucking goddamn a thousand fucking gallons of goddamn liquid nitrogen. I mean, technically, if it wrecked, it it would do more damage,
0: like physically, to Everything else besides humans, because they probably wouldn't even touch a human. Unless you had your windows down or something, or it tipped over in a, like, busy city. But by that point, it'd probably be going so slow that the tank probably
2: wouldn't actually break or spill.
0: Like, it only spilled because it was going super fucking fast.
2: True, true. I don't know, I've seen some, I mean, going faster, right? I've seen some pretty crazy shit out here on eighty five in Atlanta, man. Yeah, well, Jay,
1: what were you going to say? So, uh, I did some Googling while you guys were, were talking, and according to special features interviews with riders and stuff, a T-800, the model that Arnold is, wouldn't weigh much more than a regular human because the metals are lightweight alloys and whatnot. So, he's probably around 220,
0: 240. Oh, okay, cool. That Harley still would have fucking snapped in half.
1: Yeah, it would. Oh, yeah, the bike itself isn't designed to jump off a jump like that. I'm just saying as far as everything else oh okay all right so um and i did nothing officially stated in the movies but the people that made it are like yeah that's the reason
0: yeah so my favorite person in this movie is mercury he is the (laughs) shit uh i because every time i had questions about him the movie did a decent job of, of answering uh for instance when mercury uh you know meets the cop i was just like so did he leave the cop naked or did he take the clothes or what and later on it it, actually without telling you specifically it does kind of explain uh no that cop is not naked he didn't have to take the clothes he can morph into the clothes he just had to take things like uh the gun and the uh chapstick and stuff like that because he can morph into anything as long as it's not uh, chemical or complex machinery.
1: Right. Yeah, basically, John asked all the questions that us as the audience would be asking. It's like, wait, why doesn't he just turn into a bomb? And I was like, ah, he can't.
0: Yeah, this isn't Transformers. He's not Megatron. He can't just transform into a gun.
1: <laughs> I wish.
2: Yeah. um, That's what the Terminator in the third one does. Yeah.
0: I like... Uh, I thought it was hilarious when Sarah Connor was trying to uh, explain to them that she's not crazy and she understands it was all delusions, but they threw it back in her face. we like, we understand you're smart enough to tell us what you want, but you forgot we're smart enough to know uh, that you're playing and we've seen this before. And I was like, damn, in your face, Sarah.
1: Yeah, she's terrible at manipulating therapists. She's oh, yeah. better at that.
0: She's pretty terrible at uh, human interaction, period.
2: But in their face, in a few years, they're going to all get cooked to death anyway. Nah, not according to the end of this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. And I haven't yeah, seen no, further movies, don't. so this is the only ending I know. Well, I've seen the third one, but it was awful, and I never plan on rewatching it again. <laughs> don't buy um, it. I absolutely want to play in that fucking Afterburner arcade machine. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was always fun. Oh my God, uh, Jerry! The, have you
2: never done that before?
0: No, I've never played played in an Afterburner arcade machine.
1: Really? Like, oh cool man, it's so fuck, fun! Dude. Yeah, no,
0: I've been in uh, more advanced ones from like the early two thousands.
2: Oh
1: okay.
0: But so I've been in ones like that, but I want to play the Afterburner one. That shit is fucking dope.
1: It's so fun.
0: Um. The hallway shootout was great, except for the disc on Mercury. Those, uh, those look fucking awful. Uh, they they are so the fake and flimsy. Yeah, yeah his holes—they're holes, so fake and flimsy. They looked fucking horrible.
1: I agree, with Jerry. I think they look like shit. Uh, I thought they looked great, but then again, I'm no, so- no, no.
0: There are certain times in the movie where they look good. But then but that's only like one scene where they look really good. All the other ones look clearly like taped on tinfoil.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say there's a difference between when they look good is when they're actually CG. When they don't look good is when they're practical. And that's one of the few times that I'll ever say that.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. But have to rewatch
1: it with a more objective eye.
0: That was the point of this podcast, Jay. Come on now.
1: No, no. This is... You hate action, not... We need to analyze my favorite movies and make Yeah, bad. but
0: you're supposed to be ready for me to, like... Make you see things in a new way. So you're supposed to be here like... Alright, I watched this movie. I looked for things he could have fucking hated. I'm gonna prove this cocksucker wrong. As soon as this motherfucker says something about Sarah Connor... Ooh, I'm gonna sh- <laughs> shut his shit down.
2: <laughs> it's like... You know, going back to what you were saying, that scene and I've mentioned this to Jerry when we were talking about it before. That scene where he's chasing after them in the cop car when they're getting when they're leaving the fucking uh the mental institution and his arms are fucking flailing out like he's Steven Seagal, that looks fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, you can so fucking tell he's got this like huge vest on underneath this fucking shirt.
2: Yeah. It was awful.
0: Um Uh, my favorite scene in the entire movie is when Blade dressed up as, uh, redneck stepmom. Fucking arm blades that fucking shitty stepdad in the mouth.
1: That, yeah. Oh, man, I remember the first time I saw that. I was like, holy shit. That's awesome. I remember the first time I saw it, too.
0: Oh, yeah, tell that story, Kenneth, because that was a good story. Fuck you, Jerry. Uh, oh, you think you're just going to bring, make this like little <laughs> sly comment and I ain't going to call you out on it? Come on, now.
2: When I was a kid, when this movie came out, I got to see it. And uh, when me and my dad got done watching it. That scene where the fucking thing goes through the milk carton and through that dude's head fucked with me so bad that I actually had nightmares the night that I watched that movie damn because it looks so fucking real it does that to me i agree with jerry that's one of the best effects in the movies because even you can see if you watch real close you can see the fucking piece of metal moving and that dude's whole fucking head moves you even see the fucking milk carton shake a little bit yep and i was just like damn you can see the fucking blade moving in the back of his head up against the wall i was like fuck Yeah, that shit. It it did. It freaked me out when I was a kid. So,
0: how do y'all feel about John telling Terminator he can't terminate?
1: I thought that was an interesting uh, twist from the original. Because in the original, he's clearly there and he's killing like literally everybody. He doesn't give a shit. But in this one, you have this perfect killing machine that's now being told he can't kill, at least humans anyway... And it's it's cool to see him kind of work around that, especially when he like when they're inside, uh, whatever. Uh, God damn it, Cyberdyne, and he takes the minigun and keeps the police at bay without killing any of them. I thought that was awesome.
0: Yeah, I, personally, I liked it better when Vash the Stampede did it, but he was all right. I did laugh at fucking John being like, "You can't do it because I said so. Just trust me." And I'm like, dude, if your parents said that to you, you would tell them that was whack. And here yeah, you but are he's a robot. using.
2: So. I'm sorry. My favorite scene is when he shot the guard in the knees and then turned around to John and said he will live. That that was
1: yeah. So he funny he might he like, I live. Found a loophole, bitch. He
0: could still get infections. Those medical bills are gonna be killer. Well, it's 1991. They won't be too bad, but still. You could have damaged him walking permanently. You've severely lowered his quality of life. Like, fuck you.
2: He's going to be a cripple for the rest of his life. If he's not in a wheelchair, he's going to be walking around on those crutches with arm
0: Yeah, And, and the business he worked for just got blown the fuck up. So don't think that that business is going to be taking care of him.
2: Hell no, there's no workman's cop in this job, you motherfucker.
0: No, there usually is, but not when your whole fucking building gets blown up. Company's not going to take care of you. The government's going to let them not do anything because they basically had a terrorist attack on them.
2: And I'm pretty sure that... By the way, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, and I'm pretty sure that much like acts of God, terrorist attack will kind of let you slide with most shit. (laughs) Insurance-wise.
2: Did y'all notice when uh, fucking the T-1000 was flying the fucking uh, helicopter and shooting and stuff at the same time that he had another arm? Wait,
1: wait. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I did. He did the three-arm thing. Mm-hmm. You never
1: noticed that, Jay? Fucking, what, what am I, 34? Probably watched the movie. When did it come out? <laughs> How many years of watching this movie and I never noticed the third fucking arm? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh fuck! I just thought about this. the the the
1: Damn.
0: the guy they shot in the legs was not working at the Skynet place. He was at the mental facility, so he actually will get workers' comp. I was just gonna take none know that. Um, well, I appreciate it because it was funny, but uh, yeah, I just I just realized that because I was looking at my notes and realized that that was in the same place that I wrote uh, Mercury uh, opening an elevator with the arms of Gaigan from the Godzilla movies is perfect. <laughs>
2: Actually, like fucking three of my favorite special effects in the movies was one was when goddamn he becomes the floor and he yeah. and he rises up off the floor to become the uh, the, uh, the 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 fucking breadhead guard dude. That 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 was fucking great. I love that scene. My second favorite special effect was when right after that he fucking pokes it just sticks his finger up. And shoots that goddamn piece of metal straight through that dude's face. I was like, "Oh my god, that's fucked up." That, and then damn, the one where he like molds himself through the fucking hole in the goddamn helicopter. Those three after, obviously, the one where he pins the dude with the milk carton against mm-hmm. the wall. But when he goes into the helicopter, and then the, and then while he's still metallic, he turns and looks at the pilot and says, "Get out." And the pilot just jumps out. Yeah. Those were three of my favorites of, of the special effects. All three of those looked awesome.
0: I uh, I really like the sound the coffee machine makes. <laughs> I just, just want to point that out. Uh, Sarah it was is his lucky day. Yeah, Sarah is addicted to her son, and that's what's wrong with his eyes. Uh, I'm trying to look through my notes to find all the shit I wanted to talk about. Uh, Oh, I guess we need to talk about the dream sequence. I didn't care for it. Uh, It might be because I don't really like Sarah. But uh, you're going to tell me that Blast tore apart all those buildings, but the righty horse spring thing was perfectly fine while everyone else turned to dust? Get the fuck out of here. I never really thought about it. I noticed it right away, and it bothered the living hell out of me. Um, but no, I, I didn't get an emotional rise out of that scene. I I didn't care that it was Sarah looking at what her life would have been had she had remained ignorant, uh, and her accepting that her fate, um, while if she would have remained ignorant would have ended in the destruction of the world, so to speak. And, and I was like, okay, I get your point. I get what you're saying um i think the movie already gave us that in in more subtle ways than shoving it right in our face but whatever how did y'all feel about this dream sequence jay jay what do you think
1: i'm a big fan of it i thought it was done really well scientific inaccuracies aside um Especially the first time I watched it and like everyone's just playing in the playground. She's like, oh, what a nice day. And then all of a sudden everyone starts dying and melting and shit and she's nobody's listening to her. Like I can't I can just imagine how terrifying that must be that you you see something happening. You're trying to warn everybody and they're just going about their day and not even not even acknowledging that you exist. And then you fucking explode. That's terrible. Yeah, it's like Rorschach in The Watchmen
2: um kenneth what about you it didn't hit me on an emotional level from sarah connor's perspective you know from that point of view it was just part of the movie you know what i'm saying i mean i thought the special effects the digital effects for how she came apart like caught fire and then flew apart and whatever i thought that was really cool um but i can remember watching this movie and thinking to myself even with the scientific inaccuracies, I can think to myself, my God, how fucked up that must have been for people that have actually
0: been through something like that. I hate to tell you this. People who have actually been through that. They're dead. No, they
2: exactly. But what I'm saying is think about Hiroshima, Nagasaki, those places. Yeah, the people like that.
0: around it that, that don't go through it, but have to deal with the aftermath of it they get it the worst but
2: the people who actually went through it are dead Yeah, but either way I don't I mean I don't I don't however you want to look at it you can look at it like that like the people that actually were right next to the bomb going off that they didn't feel a fucking thing which they probably didn't you know the people that were further out all they saw was that bright ass fucking flash and then they were gone and then you had the people that were further out from that that died from radiation poisoning watching their bodies fall apart all the rest of that stuff Awful, absolutely awful, and so that is what I think about every time I watch that scene. Every time I watch it, scientific accuracy aside, that's what I think about.
1: Mm. I think
2: about the fucking the the shit that I've watched in the documentaries that I watch on that kind of thing, where all that's left to some of these peoples is their shadows that are burning the ground, <laughs> or burn on concrete walls and stuff like that. It's fucking insane. To Personally, think about. if I if I
0: if I gotta go. I wouldn't mind being literally standing right next to the bomb.
2: Uh, And and I, man, I can't disagree with you for that. Because like I said, those people that were right next to it probably didn't feel shit. They didn't even know what happened. It was just it. It was over, you know, within less than a second. Just that's it. Yeah. But either way, man, I mean, it's just that that level of destruction is fucking mind boggling to me. Did It's, It's fucking crazy. Did you okay? But
0: to my point, the message they were trying to convey that I was talking about with Sarah Connor—do y'all feel like y'all needed that directly pointed to your face, or did you feel like you already had that from her character in the movie?
1: I just thought it was a powerful way to open the movie. Ah. Open the movie. We're halfway through the movie. I I think. But the dream sequence—it starts at the beginning. Is no, you no,
0: I'm the, talking the, about the dream sequence where everything blows right. up, where she's looking I at herself. That was
2: at the beginning too. Like, no, no, that's no, that in the, the middle, middle of, the no, the the of the movie. No, the only thing you see at the beginning of the movie is you see the fucking everything on fire, through the through the opening credits. The beginning of the
0: movie is in the future
1: with John Connor fighting against the resistance. Maybe I'm thinking of the. Maybe it's different, I don't know. Now I'm confused. I okay. could have sworn I remember watching a version of this where that happens at the beginning and then also Okay, what know? scene do you think I'm talking about? When she's like on the fence, shaking it and screaming at the kids and Okay, I'm just explode.
0: making sure. Yeah, I don't know how
1: no the, way the, the, movie, the movie the, is the way the movie starts
2: the way the movie starts off is the you've got the opening monologue which takes place in the future that Jerry's yeah. talking about where you see a Terminator crush a human skull when it walks on it and you see John Connor's face and stuff. And then when the monologue is over, you see the face of the Terminator coming through where you start seeing all the, all the stuff that's on fire, the playground and all the rest of that. Jerry's fucking, you know, spring animal fucking swinging back and forth while it's on fire. And then it, it the, that opening scene ends with the Terminator's face coming through the fire. And then the fucking, you see the metal thing slammed down and it's the front of a fucking 18 wheeler. That's the beginning uh, of the movie.
0: Yeah. And that's not a dream sequence. That's no, 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 the I know, future.
1: I know. I'm
2: Wow. That man. scene the scene where she uh, where she has the dream sequence, is after they're already down down around Mexico or in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, so I knew
1: it happened then. The I could table. have sworn it also happened at the beginning. Like it was just expanded on later. Uh-huh. Damn, my brain's fucked up right now, man.
0: No, okay. So to my point. <laughs> the dream sequence represents her looking at what her normal life would have been had she have remained ignorant. Of Skynet Terminator. Her son's role. And all of that. And it ending with the world's destruction. And her having to. uh, Watch that go through. And her having to accept her fate. Do you think that. That needed to put that in your face. Or do you think that was. Well established throughout other parts in the movie. Especially with her doing her thing right afterwards where the no fate but what you make kind of shit
1: so i don't think it was uh necessary but i also don't feel like it was overkill you know what I mean? like the movie would be fine without it but i don't feel like it's a detriment to the movie because it's in it
2: all right kenneth I actually like the fact that it's in there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that it is that it is well established, the the, the turmoil that she's going on inside and, and and shit like that. I mean, she goes into it when she's in the when they're watching that video of her and the thing. But I do like the fact that they visualize what she's talking about when she's in there. So I'm kinda half and half with it. Do I think I think the movie would have still been good if it hadn't been in there? But I like the fact that it was there. All right. So now I'm gonna
0: tell you something. Before she has that dream, she has this inner monologue talking about uh, father figures for her child and how she basically says the Terminator is a better better father figure to her son than real people, which is her admitting that Skynet can make a better human being than human beings can. okay? Okay, though well, that just fucking
1: fell on deaf ears. Well, it makes a machine that has a blank slate, and you can teach it whatever you want. Okay, so y'all aren't and getting the connection. It has, to, connection. Fo- it has, it has okay. to follow commands. So John tells it not. It's not not killing because it has a moral want to not kill. It's not killing because its controller told no, it not to. Think of okay. Never mind. What? Were you making a joke and
0: I just missed it? No, I'm making a serious point, but it doesn't seem to be connecting.
1: Well, just help me explain it. We don't need to give up. Okay. When she's talking
0: about Terminator, she's not talking about him following commands or a blank slate. She's talking about the immorality of human beings. She's talking about her own failures. And she's talking about how the perfection of machines are working much better to do what we want them to do and then they take what we want them to do and perfect that so even with her doing what john wants her to do or what and what he's programmed by future john to do he is a better person than what any person she's ever chosen to be in her life could be right after this she has the dream where she gets to see her life As a regular person, being a human being, still being wiped out by the... Assuming we all... I think we all agree the explosion is caused by Skynet. um, Still being taken away and destroyed by Skynet because Skynet is still perfection. And that's why she also flips out and then goes to destroy Miles because she's also seeing in herself why Skynet chose to do what it did and why it decided to delete humans because she sees the fallacies. She sees the wrong in human beings.
1: Okay. There's this
0: huge connection. So I was trying to, my point of saying it all was to point out how that scene is not actually about her that I think, and I don't know if anyone's ever talked about this, but I think the triad of those three things together Make that scene way greater than what it looks like on the surface. And I when I was originally bringing up the surface part of it, I was wondering if one of y'all would come back with the thing that I saw, the the human versus machine and the perfection and the the her admitting to herself that the machine did it better, having to deal with that uh, having like when you have a really fucked up thought and it makes you kind of relook at yourself. Uh, and then what your actions you take right after that are.
2: Basically, in a nutshell, she's fucking pissed off at herself because she agrees with the way that the machines think.
0: Yes, and it causes a morality issue with her that's influenced uh, in the dream she has, which goes into her PTSD, anxiety, and stress, uh, in which she makes the choice to go kill Miles, which is completely against what John Connor, I mean, not that she, I don't know if she actually knows that Terminator can't kill, but that her son is showing where the machines are wrong, because he knows that, as a human, he can't take another life, and yet his mom was going to do exactly what the machines would have done, and killed who they deemed were responsible I guess the machines would have killed them as uh not wanting to be here but a nuisance how the machines would have straight up killed John Connor she's now going to do the exact same thing as the machines would have done and killed Miles Dyson I mean and that this, really is,
2: that, uh, that that is a actually really deep way of looking at the whole thing and it makes perfect sense yeah. it really does there are other things in there that kind of lead into that you, you could take that whole thing and you could stitch it together into one quilt or you could take damn little pieces of it and pull it apart and still see other little obvious morality things. You know, like you could take uh, the part which you were talking about about John, you know what I'm saying, going out there and making sure that she doesn't kill Miles even though Miles ends up dying anyway. But going out there, you know, because he, you know, the Terminator says, um, killing Miles, killing Dyson may actually prevent the war. Or and he's just like, haven't you figured it out yet? Blah blah blah. And uh, so you got your little thing right there that kind of leads up into you see those small things that are leading up to the person that John's going to be and why he is where where he is, why he why he becomes what he becomes. So you got that little morality thing, and then you got other little morality things. But I've never stitched them all together like you did just now, which is actually it's actually pretty damn good. So kudos to you. Yeah, and you no, could actually okay.
0: sit back and look at her, the way she's treated in the hospital as to what maybe subconsciously put her on the the way of thinking of being anti-human, how she's right. treated – uh, her, them not believing her and her stay in the hospital could ultimately be what pushed her towards being, uh, "quote unquote" anti-human. Um, but then dealing with the moral dilemmas and seeing the uh the Christ-like savior in her son, him having uh, he'll steal all your fucking money. Don't get me wrong, but he won't kill you.
2: So and you hear that. that, and you hear this out there, people, and goddamn podcast land, this is all coming out of a person that has said he hated the movie for, like, the past five years. (laughs) Longer than that, 10, 15 years. Exactly, Uh, and this is what he comes up with, this fucking weaving of all this stuff that comes together like we're doing another fucking Last House on the Left.
0: Oh, yeah, my weaving a Last House on the Left, fucking legendary. So,
2: you know, I mean, I just, I can't sit here and and I mean, man, you you found something in the movie that hell as many times as I've watched it, and I'm sure as many times as Jay has watched it, because between the two of us, Dude, there's I didn't a lot of. Did not even notice the
1: third arm? You think I made this deep ass <laughs> connection that Jerry made? I mean, but I'm just
2: saying. I mean, it's just you know, it, it's one of those things, man. Where you where I honestly think that just by this, you should st- you should give more of these movies, man, a lot more credit, and 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 give them more of a shot. I mean, I'll watch like American, American Ninja, Ninja One. I just don't know if I'm gonna find something deep <laughs> in ironic. American Ninja. That's ironic though. That you and I both are going to that. And it's like, but I'm not talking about movies like that. You know what I'm saying? Like American Ninja or fucking Top Gun. I mean, what's deep in Top Gun? Not a fucking thing. But there are other ones out there, man, that, that are like this. And now I've got a whole new perspective when I watch it. Yeah, so appreciate it. Yeah, and you can also. Uh,
0: go into the dilemma of thought crimes because technically sarah was going to kill dyson to her based off of truth and facts but it's what is that movie minority report is that the one where they kill people for thought crimes Uh, no they
1: they like freeze them or
0: oh okay whatever that's still basically killing you uh But it's funny during that whole scene, Sarah Connor starts losing her shit as she, uh, as Dyson's talking about it. And John the whole time just is, like, cool as a cucumber. Has that shit under control. Well, he grew up hearing it.
1: (laughs) He's like, ah, mom's just having an episode.
0: Well, no, I know, but he even, like, tells her, mom, shut the fuck up. Let's let him finish what we're saying and we'll find a calm solution you can tell there are not only do you see the morality in him but you see the uh leadership skills and leadership ability uh to calmly rationally think out what they're going to do already in development in this scene
2: That's exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, when I was when I was going to that thing, other you can see so many different. That's one of the things that I think they did very well in this movie is how you can see him growing into who he's going to be. And they fucking they totally fucked it up after this. Yeah, because
0: throughout the I don't know what they do later on, but the only weakness he really has in this movie is uh, his father figure that right. like that's when he cries that's when he has issues he has he has father issues kind of mama issues too um but like really once he gets over that he's he's already pretty much a fucking great leader
2: right and and see the guy that they get to play John in the third one the way that he's portrayed and stuff like that the, all that is completely lost hmm. i mean it's completely lost i mean if you want to watch it watch it it's fucking terrible I can't even remember the dude's name. Uh, but and then and then you got Claire Danes next to him. You know, Claire Danes becomes his uh, his love interest, and I think I didn't. I don't think she'd do a good job. I mean, I really think that the third one was garbage. And then the one that came out, even though I liked it as a sci fi movie, but Terminator Salvation uh, is that Christ- the one with Amelia Clark.
0: Or is that the one with uh, Christian Bailey? Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm, not, I'm asking Game of Thrones
2: characters here.
0: Because Amelia Clark,
1: it has Batman in it.
2: Yeah, but no, Amelia Clark. Okay, give me names of the characters in Game of Thrones.
1: Daenerys, no, that's Genesis. He's singing in Genesis.
2: That's Daenerys, right? Okay,
1: Daenerys. yes. Daenerys. And then
0: uh, Cersei is in. what is Sarah Connor also? But I think It's in the TV her, show. The TV show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So, question, uh, are you jumping out of the helicopter and taking the risk of smacking the pavement, or are you going to s- stick with Mercury?
1: I'm, I'm jumping the fuck out. There. I'm out the helicopter, <laughs> bro. I'm going
0: to die anyway. Um, so, the shootout scene with a helicopter, I will admit, that was actually boring the shit out of
1: me. Get out.
0: But it actually started, it actually like changed and evolved and moved forward, leaving that behind uh, with well than enough time for, for me to. I think in most action movies that scene would have went longer. And I'm really glad it didn't. Surprisingly I didn't take many fucking notes at all during the Skynet building when they were actually in there destroying shit and getting stuff ready. So I've got to say that's
2: probably uh, a good thing. Um, So we're going to go into what? There really wasn't a whole lot to talk about about them being in there. I mean other than the fact of Miles dying and blowing shit up. I mean, visually, from a special effects standpoint, I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot to it. Yeah. So,
0: not to harp on the science shit again, but, uh, so, uh, Kenneth and I were having a conversation about Mercury, and, uh, you know, we were talking about what technology is being used to do that, and I was like, well, technically, it could be nanotechnology. Now, I'm here to say... There's no way it's fucking nanotechnology because it there's no way nanotechnology would have survived the extreme cold of liquid nitrogen and then the extreme heat of molten lava. I could see it maybe surviving liquid nitrogen, but going into extreme cold to extreme heat not many circuit boards are going to have that work, even
2: nanotechnology
0: ones. I do so, know
2: enough about nanotechnology to be able to have this conversation.
0: I barely know enough. I know enough to bullshit the conversation and act like I'm smarter than you. But I literally so, just Googled it before I said it. So, that's my life. guess
1: would be that's life. <laughs> that it's a metal that's always liquid with one control chip inside of it that can move at will. And so that's – the control chip decides when it's going to be solid, what form it takes, how to make its weapons, its thought process. And then when it's damaged, it just so, moves it out of the way where the damage is going to be. What,
0: does that have fucking NFC so when it goes into a, a hundred different parts, it all comes back together?
1: Sure. I don't know. I
0: Because that's not how NFC works or Bluetooth. You would have to have a transmitter in each piece. Like I'm just like – I don't want to hark too much on it because it's not, they give you enough explanation of what he can and can't do that it makes me forgive them. Like, not want I just wanted to bring it up real quick that while we don't get a full explanation, because I think, Kenneth, didn't you say something about there is a deleted scene or something like that that actually does talk about there being like some kind of central processing unit or something in him?
2: There's something in there somewhere. Just like in the special features, you get to see where his fucking camouflage glitches yeah so so there's something about it but I, i was actually thinking about what fucking jay just said where you've got a fucking control chip for lack of a better thing being the only thing that's solid in there and if it's constantly in motion the likelihood that it would get destroyed is very very
0: slim oh i don't disagree there i'm trying to say how does he make his pieces come back together when they're blown apart like, and I, like, when he's melted, and it shows all the fucking mercury droplets come back together? Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless they, there's some kind of form of magnetism, but...
1: I
2: don't know. I, that's, I, that's,
1: I can't come up with a science fiction explanation for that one. That's yeah. actually a very, very good theory.
2: If you think about it like that, that's actually a good theory, to have some form of magnetism. Because most metals, unless they're fucking non-ferrous, most metals actually do. Yeah. Any, anything, anything that is a ferrous material always has some kind of magnetic field around it all the time.
0: Yeah, and you wouldn't have to make it super strong magnetism for them to roll together, which would keep other things from sticking to them.
2: Right. If they're within, within the general, happen. right. But if they're within the general vicinity of each other, you know, if he's conscious, for lack of a better term, then he would be able to keep anything else that's that's a ferrous material from attracting to him except for bits and pieces of himself
0: yeah kind of like a magnetic screwdriver
2: yeah not strong enough to stick
0: to the fridge but it'll pick up your your nail
2: right yep. exactly so different pieces of himself because like and this may be uh, maybe just you know him stepping into a certain direction but when john throws the piece of him off the back of the car and he walks up it's almost like he pushes his foot towards it to make it easier for it to to get to the get back to the rest of it maybe i'd have to i'd have to rewatch that scene
0: because i didn't really think of the magnetism thing until after the frozen uh mercury which frozen mercury dude was awesome
1: yeah it was uh that was fucking great breaking Um, partnership have you y'all ever played
2: with Mercury before? I mean not like literally, like physically, but damn, like in a in, uh, in, Yeah, like in, in a in a glass jar kind of I thing. I drank a thermometer
1: yeah. once and I felt sick for a while. God damn, Jay. <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
0: laughs> and now I know why Jay thinks the dream sequence is at the beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you know what I always thought though with that uh, that frozen sequence? If they had just let him stay frozen, it would have taken him a lot longer to melt and be able to move again. True.
0: Yeah, also, if Mercury would have had a Google uh, assistance or an Amazon Alexa, he could have just been like, Alexa, call John. (laughs) Instead of trying to make the mother do it.
1: Call to him.
2: But yeah, Uh, you know, uh, I lost my train of
0: thought. Never mind. Okay, so let's get into the final scene of this movie. Uh, One, this movie does one of the best jobs at hiding an arm. I want to say that most movies do a fucking awful job of hiding an arm pre-CGI. I'm not sure if they hit his arm with CGI. I don't think they did. Um, I don't know if either one of y'all know, but I thought they did do a good job of using the correct angles and all of that. So I didn't feel like I could see his arm underneath his jacket. Uh, Very, very good. Dumbest nitpick ever, but... They are not sweaty enough to be next to all this molten metal. For the record. Like, I haven't really thought about it. They're not like. even Dude, they're not even breaking a sweat like at all. Like they don't even have a nice glisten to them. Like they you the if if this was a fucking deodorant commercial, I'd buy that deodorant right I mean,
2: now. I, I, you're talking about John and Sarah,
0: right? Yes. No, obviously I don't I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger sweats in this movie.
2: But I mean I was going no because fucking when you see John his hair's all fucking matted to his goddamn head and mm. The shit dripping off of his fucking face.
0: No, dude, I rewinded it. He's not he's not that sweaty. I watched this ending scene twice. Oh, okay. Technically two and a half. I fell asleep during it the first time. <laughs> uh cuz it was really fucking boring. Um and then I rewatched it again and I was rewatching my second time about halfway through it. About right where she, uh, well, he's telling uh, her to call John. I was like, why are they like not even wet? Like they should be fucking dripping in sweat right now. And so I rewound it and uh, back to uh, Frozen Mercury Man and watched it from there. And I was just like... Okay, I'm going to write this down, but I'm also going to point out that this is the dumbest nitpick I've ever made.
2: (laughs) I'm watching it right now.
0: Okay, look, I like, they don't look sweaty. Like, I'm watching, uh, probably not the best Blu-ray, but it is, I was watching a Blu-ray of Terminator 2. I was watching it on my 4K player, so everything looked fucking clean and crisp, but they just did not look sweaty to me. Like, you would be fucking poor, and I know they can't do them, like, pouring sweat like that fucking uh uh skit from key and pale where they just have fucking water the one that always gets used in the um uh keanu reeves uh like thanos killing keanu john wick's dog
2: one yeah and y'all give me shit about the prowler and here i am looking for sweat
0: (laughs) uh you're welcome
2: um so, uh,
0: the T100, uh, AKA Mercury, the living God, uh, One thousand. what T 1000, what did I say? T 100 T 100. Okay. T 1000. Uh, sorry. I had the wrong calculator.
2: I mean, uh, I, I gotta say, man, John looks like a honey baked ham.
0: No, he does not get <laughs> out of here. You no, just you. you just want to glaze them yourself. You're not fucking, oh, no. fuck out of here. Uh, the T one thousand death scene is uh, basically the thing.
1: Yeah, that's um, true,
0: but it's still cool. I do not like this death scene. Aww. I makes it. I well, hear me out. It makes it feel less like a computer and more like a monster. It, it's making it have like feel pain, and you could say it's like computer program is freaking out or something. Um, I but I, I just don't think. That I agree that with Jerry. I, I, it doesn't work. It makes him like a monster instead of a, a robot, a computer. And I understand they did it to, to give make it more thematic, but you didn't do that for fucking Schwarzenegger's death, he just gave a thumbs up when he died.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say he he just had a lot more grace, and I mean I, I like I said, I agree with you. Like if they would have taken out the screaming and it would have just been the thing making
0: all the fucking movements because it doesn't know how to like properly react would have been fine. I would have been fine with it. But the screaming ruined it.
1: To be fair, every time his head is blown open, he makes that noise.
0: No, he doesn't. I was just watching it. No, I don't remember him making that noise up until... I'm pretty
1: sure he made it not as extreme, but like when he hits him with a shotgun as he opens the elevator, he makes that noise, and he makes the same noise when she hits him with the grenade at the end. I
2: kind of I, I agree with Jerry. I don't think that the look of fear, or in any of those instances, because there's another spot where he takes the grenade like you were talking about to the belly, and it blows him and all fucked up looking. He's got this weird fucking scared look on his face. I, I agree with Jerry. I don't think that fits. I don't think it should be there. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a fucking machine, man. He ain't got no fear. Yeah. I, I completely I completely like, agree with Jerry. That's fair. Arnold Schwarzenegger at the
0: end of this movie also has no fear, even though he has grown to have a under a small understanding of human emotion. No, I don't uh, know why you cry? Uh, like basically they're like, yeah, they don't know. God. And then the, you know, we know the value of a human life. And I'm just like, yeah, but America's quote is we know the value of, of human life. We just don't care. Yeah. Uh, and and so, I really didn't think after watching this movie, I, I didn't really care for the ending. I thought, I thought it was fine. There's just a couple of few small tweaks I would have changed, like the screaming uh, of the T1000. I would have made them more sweatier, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, so I, I will say I, I did end up enjoying the movie. I can see myself watching it again, probably not for a long time. Because to be honest. I feel like I've gotten everything that I would get out of this movie. So if I watch it again, I may see a couple of small subtleties. But guys, when I say I paid attention to this movie. Because I was ready to fucking annihilate y'all. I was like, I'm going into this motherfucker. I'm going to pay so much goddamn attention. And I'm going to point out every reason this fucking movie is dumb. So I like I was hardcore like I wasn't going in negative like I'm it's like I'm going to be a terrible but it was more the mindset I wanted to go in making sure I paid so much attention to catch everything that was going down that I would be able to respond to anything y'all said and it backfired (laughs) I ended up really enjoying the story while there were parts that kind of really slowed down to me funny enough it was a lot of the action sequences and not a lot of like the dialogue story scenes. Um, I really ended up enjoying the movie. I'm not gonna, it doesn't blow me away. I do understand that the special effects for the time were amazing, fantastic. I mean, it was before Jurassic Park, um, because I feel He's like Jurassic got, Park is literally the next. got
2: liquid dripping off of him.
0: He does not. That is your, I that swear. is your saliva as you're drooling over this young boy.
2: It's where fucking Sarah's sitting up top putting the fucking damn shells okay. in the shotgun. Does Sarah start- have sweat? Uh, I wasn't paying attention to her as much.
0: So you're paying attention to the little boy and, and not the woman.
2: Uh, hey, man. I'm just <laughs> pointing out the fact that I started off with this and by saying that he was adequately perspiring. Okay? <laughs> I,
0: I don't think he was, but okay.
2: I mean, literally, uh, like right now. Like, God
0: damn it. No, I. it's okay. I. I, I We'll leave it to the audience. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me get back to, to the point here. Um, so, I do feel like I came away with all I would really get from this movie. I, I do understand the special effects for this movie are, are amazing and they're groundbreaking. Uh, every couple of years, a movie comes out that really groundbreaks and pushes special effects, with uh, I think Jurassic Park being the next movie to really push special effects. Um, and I do feel really, actually proud that I found something that that uh, I was able to connect connect these pieces into this to this thing that's something where uh, at least with Kenneth, he kind of saw it, but he never put he saw the puzzle, but he never opened it to actually like try to put the parts together. Uh, and Jay. I don't know because you thought the dream sequence was in the beginning.
1: Man, maybe uh, I'm remembering like the extended edition or something like that and things are a little rearranged, but I could have sworn I don't know. I'm not want to try to make excuses anymore.
0: So I'm proud that I that I that I was able to uh fully go into this movie and come out with a a very deep understanding that you can't say I you can't say any RoboCop shit to me cuz I know I still got to go back and redo RoboCop and try to find these deep meanings. So we'll see yeah, what no happens. Are you oh you, are you on the fence that there are no deep
2: meanings in RoboCop? I don't think there's really that many things that aren't just right out and in your face in RoboCop. It's still enjoyable. Ah, oh, well. I don't know. People
0: that that dude uh shout out to uh fucking dude on youtube hold on i gotta pull up his name because it's fucking he is awesome he's the one that gave us
2: facebook group real quick while you're at it Mm, go fuck yourself uh
0: (laughs) heavy systems inc on youtube uh because he gave he he went off on odd all the deepness he explained all the deepness to me in robocop that jay was not able to uh like he typed out this whole fucking long thing uh he's a big jerry hates action fan he typed out this huge fucking thing about uh the wrestling archetypes that Kenneth and I are fulfilling on this show. Uh, let me look at this fucking... This is... Oh, wow! It looks like they misted his hair a little bit so they could cut Bullshit. it.
2: Bullshit! Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! all over his fucking face. Get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Fuck, but goddamn, if I had a 4K TV, goddamn, I'd come to see all that shit too, you dick. It's there. It's there. It's <laughs> there motherfucker. It is, oh, my. I am looking at it right now. There is fucking sweat all over his fucking face. So, fuck no. you. Fuck that. Fuck off.
0: <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay. Do y'all have any last things you want to say about Terminator 2 that does not pertain to Kenneth being uh, right and or wrong about sweat? Dick! <laughs> Jay, do you have any last comments? Uh,
1: no. I'm. I'm glad... That you came away with how you came away. I was, uh... I'm very I'm I'm glad I you. came. I'm proud of me, too. For everyone who
0: says that I'm too nitpicky with action movies... And I just don't know how to watch action movies... I proved that I know how to watch action movies... But I know some of you are still out there going... Yeah, but that was a sci-fi one. It wasn't a straight action movie. You need to watch, you know, like an expendal movies to really understand... The 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 subtle context of an action movie. No, go fuck yourself. Okay. Are aliens next? We are. I think we are going to do aliens next because I do have a big issue with aliens, and I did watch Alien, uh, Aliens again, like in 2017 when Alien Covenant came out because I loved Alien Covenant. Um, so we are probably going to be doing aliens soon. So, uh, because me and Kenneth got into a disagreement about because they
1: mostly uh, come out at night, mostly.
0: No, uh, about Ripley uh, and her wearing sunglasses at night. <laughs> uh, but no, Rippy, Ripley's character development in that movie. So we will probably do Aliens. Uh, if there's movies you want us to tackle that you're like, oh, Jerry, what do you think about this action movie? Or, Jerry, I've heard you talk shit about this action movie. You need to do it. Let yeah. us know. What, what were you going to say, Jay?
1: Oh no! Sorry, I gotta be better about cutting you off. I was gonna say I can't wait till we get to the Matrix. Oh fuck me! Yeah, Jesus.
2: we still gotta do that one next. Uh, all right, so I say, how about we do the Matrix next, and we break up the James Cameron movies, and then we do Aliens after that.
0: All right, I guess we're doing the Matrix. I don't think I own the
1: Matrix. Don't I worry, do I'll do get work. you a copy. I was been oh, we God. can fix that for
0: you. Hey, okay. it is out on four. It's out on four K. If someone wants to buy me the four K Blu-ray, so I can truly experience every small minute element get it on 4K in it,
1: and have a four K TV.
0: I right, see. Go okay. I'll tell you what. Go ahead and buy it for me. Send it to me, and then when you get a four K Blu-ray player and four K TV, I'll send it back to you. Uh, no, that's not how this is gonna work. No, damn. <laughs> uh yeah so uh i guess we're doing the matrix next time whenever whenever that is because jerry hates action is a show we just kind of do it's our breakup show whenever yeah whenever we 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 just need to step away from horror have a little bit more fun i guess even though i still like horror way better than action but it's a nice little breakup to keep us from going insane it helps us with burnout uh because if you just do horror sometimes you just burn the fuck out and it's good to do. Now I've got underwater kaiju from outer space, which I'm recording right after this show. Uh, that that helps me with the breakup. But Jerry hates action, also helps them with the the burnout that can happen. Um, so yeah, like I said, if you've got stuff that you want to see us cover on here, let us know. Uh, kill. The, I don't know what the next kill the cast episode is because it may it may be horror coliseum, it may be something else.
2: The Matrix. <laughs> the Matrix in 4K is on its way to your house. Oh my <laughs> fucking god!
1: <laughs> That's awesome, dude. It I'm will be there Tuesday. And about the Matrix, aren't uh, you off okay?
0: Work on Tuesday? Well, uh, I am off work on Tuesday. It
1: will be there Tuesday. Fuck.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: All right. In March, um, it might be the last weekend of March, or it may be the weekend. Uh, I will. I said back. I'm not going to promise March because the two weekends in the middle of March we will not be recording because. Jay's going to be somewhere one weekend and I'm going to be uh in Georgia one weekend. So March actually might be a slight minimalist uh
2: month for us. Hell, I might ride up to your house and watch the Matrix in four K with you. I think that'd be badass. You
1: That's true. Bastards so we we
0: again. could we could do that. Um so I don't know what's coming in March. We'll at least have like two episodes out, of course. But um I don't don't know what's next. So, with that being said, thank you for listening, Jerry Hates Action. Uh, I hope I I made you all proud. Uh, I hope uh, I could do to you what you do to me. I don't know where I'm going with this. So, uh, y'all all all have a great fucking day, night, wherever you're listening this to. As soon as you get done listening, you should probably go jack off to some porn. Uh to further capitalize on the the harmonious uh, nature that this podcast has brought you to. That, that's all I've got. Anybody got anything else?
1: Nope. That's good.
2: I think John Connor's fucking deodorant didn't work with a shit.
1: <laughs> oh, God damn it!